you're about to enter the world of strawberry ice and the ice cave. Let's go. Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the now Ring of Honor, Ken Riley and Ken Anderson inductees. Cannot wait. Next stop, Canton. Now, do me a favor, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,236 subscribers. Yesterday was an awesome day. Appreciate every single one of you guys. And as always, in the YouTube channel, we are doing super chats. So if you guys want to support what I'm doing on the show, enjoy what I'm doing, go to the YouTube channel and you can give a super chat. Now, today was a great day. Long time coming for the Cincinnati Bengals. I really wasn't surprised. I mean, I said it before that if you are a true Bengals fan, then you would do the right thing and you would vote for Ken Riley and Ken Anderson. And we did, which is great. They are well deserving of the ring of honor. The really cool thing is they're going to do it on Thursday night. Not only are they going to honor these four guys, two of them are already in the hall of fame. Two of them, should be, will be, hopefully soon in the Hall of Fame. But they're also going to honor the 1981 Super Bowl team. I love this stuff because I'm sick and tired of the narrative that we have a dumpster fire for an organization. 
which we don't. I love it. Elizabeth Blackburn, you are a freaking rock star. You are, we are finally reminding everybody how great our teams were in the past, how great our players were in the past. This is awesome. I am extremely excited about it and just happy that it's it's finally happening. And it's about time. I can't wait till Thursday night. I'm going to have so much fun when I go there. I mean, I call it the Tiger Den, the South End Zone, Section 158, where all the crazy Bengal fans are. Watching, cheering on Ken Riley and Ken Anderson and the 81 Super Bowl team is going to be an absolute blast. Now, today's guest is one of the best guys to follow on Twitter. During the free agency period of the Bengals football, Malik knew everything. So make sure you guys are, if you're not following Malik right, check him out. But here's Malik. Malik, what's going on, brother? Hello, Malik. You are Yes, muted. so sorry. <laughs> sorry about that, my brother. Uh, sorry sorry about the whole camera situation. My camera's not working right now. So, uh, hey, no worries, you my, dude. You I, got my voice. <laughs> I, I, hey, as long as I can hear you, that's cool. I, I've had camera issues all week, dude. I don't know what's going on. I got a camera that's over there, and all of a sudden it just decides it doesn't want to work, and then I have to use the one on my computer, and you see my, my giant face. <laughs> but about three times larger than it actually is. So, so I, today uh, today's a big day for the Bengals. I think you know for for finally getting the Ring of Honor and and doing the eighty one Super Bowl uh, team. You know Thursday night. What, what's your thoughts mm -hmm. on on everything that happened today? Hey man, it's it's an awesome time for the Cincinnati Bengals organization. For Cincinnati sports in general, it's an awesome time. Uh, I, I think that you know it's great that to see that the Bengals are now you know recognizing uh, publicly you know, their, uh, their, their past players. So I think it's awesome that they elected both of the Kens and they are definitely well-deserving of it and well-deserving of the, you know, hall of fame itself as well. So it's really, really awesome to see that it, it's, it feels like Cincinnati sports as a whole was turning over a new leaf. And, uh, I, me for someone who's going to have their business based in Cincinnati, it's an exciting time for me. You got the reds doing what the reds do. You got Cincinnati, on the come up. It's just a beautiful time to be a, a sports fan in Ohio and just being in Ohio. I could tell you right first off firsthand, man, uh, last time I was in Ohio, the energy in the city was just amazing. So absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's a definite vibe going on here in the city about, about our, our sports teams. I know the reds kind of might be way, you know, way a little bit now since, you know, the bullpen has been trashed all yeah. year and now the <laughs> Castellanos has micro fractures and, yeah, you know, we interviewed him this morning. He was a uh, yes. I was going to ask you about that. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I one of my guys did. I, I sent him out to his camp, and you know, Nick Castellanos, you could just tell he's passionate, man. Like he really wants to win for the city of Cincinnati, and that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me. So, like, you know, hopefully the Reds get their whole bullpen situation uh, fixed up so that we could be talking about two sports teams in Cincinnati, you know, on the come up. Because I could surely, I could surely tell you the the Cincinnati Bengals are on the come up. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, I mean, how 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 who would that be? You know, <laughs> if both our teams actually would make the playoffs every year, mm -hmm. and then you know, we got don't forget about FC Cincinnati. They're I don't know if they're on the come up, but they're they're also a professional uh, sports team that we have here. Now I I'm trying to get into soccer. I don't know if you cover soccer very much. I'm trying to get we into do. it. We do. <laughs> I have. I dude. I, I I'm trying really hard because I've had people on here like you should talk FC. I don't know soccer <laughs> that 
that well. No, and I, I try to watch it, and I'm like, I can't talk intelligently enough about it. That's why I never talk about it. But I do support FC Cincinnati and what they're doing, and the fan base there is is ridiculous. You know, I think that's the one thing I'm, I'm really excited about. So I move out to Cincinnati next next summer. Uh, awesome. then we Then we get our we're, we're looking at buildings and places that we're going. We want our headquarters to be because a lot of my guys are based all over the country. But I have a huge sector of my guys in the Ohio Cincinnati Ohio area. Right. So you know, I, I'm just excited about getting immersed with the community and you know learning as much as I can and you know just just growing and and and, uh, and, and to be here for the good times. And we are certainly. You know, on the cusp of some very good times. I, I my prediction, my man, I, I haven't said it to anyone yet, but I think the Bengals will be hoisting a Lombardi trophy within the next five years. Ooh, there you go, baby. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, to me, I, I say not I say the five years sounds great. The window for me, I think it's slightly open this year, but it really obviously really starts next year, but it's the next three years when they've got every all these young guys signed. But I definitely think I'm definitely with you. I think we can do it within five years. Hopefully, hopefully sooner. But hey, I, dude, I've been waiting for forty six years. Can, Whenever it happens, I, I will be a happy, let, happy man. Let me just tell you this: it's it when you have a quarterback like Joe Burrow, right? That window talk that people typically have about a four year, five year window goes out the window because right. Joe Burrow is the type of quarterback that can win. Now, I'm not saying you want to just throw a bunch of schleps out there at him, right? But I, Joe Burrow is the type of quarterback that can win with. If you're talented enough to catch a football, he can win with, with a lot of with a lot of guys. He'll make a lot of guys look good throughout Joe Burrow's career. He will he will earn a lot of you know uh, young wide receivers huge you know a huge contracts exactly you know whether it be in Cincinnati whether it be some place someplace else because he you know we saw we saw it with uh, Peyton Manning we saw mm -hmm. it with Eric when he when he was playing alongside Eric Decker and guys like that right guys like Joe Burrow are a special type of quarterback and I know people is probably getting getting tired of hearing that same information re being regurgitated but, but he true. truly is he truly is a special quarterback right and 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 when you hear guys like Mike Daniels and I love Mike Daniels he's he's been repping the Bengals and 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 Joe Burrow all year long and he was on a good morning uh, football this morning yeah and he called him baby Aaron mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like whoa 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 wait wait what <laughs> and like right. he's like I've never seen a core a, a rookie quarterback come in Day one, he said, and act like a four-year vet. Right. He goes, there, there's something special about this kid. And Mike Daniels, this isn't anything, dude. My, Mike Daniels has been saying this since last year. Mm -hmm. And the thing, the other thing I loved about Mike Daniels on, on there is he he gave a shout-out to Houdé Nation and the fans here and how how rabid this fan base is. And like mm -hmm. you just said earlier, the, the vibe, the, the energy that's going on in the city about the Bengals and about our sports teams and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and he you know kind of said we haven't had a whole lot of reasons to, to be excited, you know, in the last couple of years. But for him to put that out on national TV, I love it. I mean, because that's Absolutely. how that's how we feel. And 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 I know it drives me nuts when I hear the narrative from the national media about no, Cincinnati is a terrible place to go play. It's not not you know it's not a major city. Yada yada yada. Cincinnati's a great place to play, mm -hmm. and it's a great it's a great city. And things are changing here. You know, I, I'll tell you this. I, I I could I could tell you firsthand, Cincinnati is a great place, and I think people have a mis misconception about, you know, what Ohio, what what Cincinnati, Ohio is, because it's not what you hear them national media talking about. But it's going to be like, you know, an old quote, one of my favorite quotes, um, yeah. Iceman is, you know, get to the point where you no longer have to introduce yourself when you walk into a room. Right. The Bengals are going to get to a point where they no longer have to 
ask the national media for coverage. The right. national media is going to want to cover the Cincinnati Bengals. The national media is going to want, you know, to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals on the same wavelength that they talked about um, the, you know, some of these other teams. We saw it. We literally, we literally saw it with the with the resurgence of the Seattle Seahawks, right? With mm-hmm, the Legion right. of Boom and things of that nature. They're a small market team, mm-hmm. and they're a team that just boomed, right? They're yep. craving the sports. Cincinnati is a is an awesome, awesome, awesome sports city, and I don't think people fully realize that yet, but. I think this year, you know, I love the saying that we had coming into this year. This year, we earn our stripes. Mm-hmm. This is the year that we earn our stripes. I think that this is the year where the Cincinnati Bengals blow the roof off the place, or well, we don't have a roof in Paul Brown Stadium, but <laughs> right, right, kick, right. Kick, kick the door down, and they announced to the entire National Football League that we have arrived. Let me tell you something else, Ice Man. I was in the building when the Bengals beat the Steelers. Yes. The, the the you know that 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 uh you know in December that, that Monday that night game. Night. Yes. Let mm-hmm. me tell you something pandemic and all this kind of stuff that was in the air <laughs> the city was rocking and, I, and what, what i'll tell you right now was there was more Steeler fans than Bengal fans at that game uh-huh. there were more Steeler fans than Bengals game because obviously the Steelers were fighting for right. playoffs and things of that nature but when the tide had turned when the Bengals started taking over that game well they were in control for most of the entire game but after right. that hit in particular yes of of avon bell hitting hitting juju smith schuster the, the, yes. the entire tide started changing. Ben right. Roethlisberger gets sacked. He fumbles the yes. ball. And so, and, and literally it was just like an avalanche. I'm telling you guys, when, when I walked out of that stadium, you would have not known that the Bengals were way out of playoff contention. Right. The city right. was so electric, so right. excited. People outside the stadium selling shirts, selling, they were <laughs> pumped. And that's the era of Bengals football that we're entering into. And I'm excited for it. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you this. I, I was here. I mean, I was young in 81, so I don't totally remember anything. But 88, when we went to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. this place was nuts. Right. Bengal, orange and black was everywhere. Everybody was talking about the Bengals. I mean, I remember just – and I, I compared this this season and this the talent of this team, the way the offense – is in the defense as compared to, I think, to the 05 team where we had mm-hmm. a higher powerful offense and hopefully a good defense. I'm not sure about that. But going into that season, as we came off the 8-8 eight eight season with Martin right. Lewis's uh, first year, this city was on fire. It's on fire now as much as it was then. And again, we didn't have really anything to to to, to base it on other than you know, at the time we had Marvin Lewis and we had Chet Johnson and we had Carson Palmer. Mm-hmm. Now we got Zach Taylor, we got, you know, uh, uh, Jamar Chase, Jackpot Joey Burrow. You know, it, it's just the the chance that we can be good and the belief that we have in this team, it, it just permeates everywhere. And I think a lot of that has to do, obviously, with, with Joe Burrow and right. and his, his presence and what he brings to that team. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned Nick Cassianos earlier in, mm-hmm. in, in the show here today. And I think those two – have the, the the team takes on their personality. I think the Reds have taken on Nick Cassianos' personality His this swagger, year. Yeah. yeah, not quitting, calm, cool, confidence. The Bengals do the same thing with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. It's the same, it's the same thing. And that that's what you have to have at first. You have to believe you can win. You have to want to win. You have to want to put the work in. Absolutely. You know, and if your top guy is doing it, then the rest of the team are gonna fall in line. So that's the start of championship. Winning, uh, winning yeah. seasons right there. I mean, and mm-hmm. and and the Bengals have it, and it's 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 fun. It's, I mean, we get excited. I got so excited when I heard every single player of the Bengals made it to OTAs. Right. They don't have to come to that. Right. They could have had all kinds of excuses not to, not to go, but Send they all made. Yeah, they all Send made a decision home. to do it. 
set, they're absolutely setting the tone. And, you know, the, the thing is, to, to your point, you, you said that, you know, certain players take on, like, you know, the, the team takes on, embodies that, that player and things of the nature. And it's certainly true and what I'm seeing right now. And, you know, Iceman, the thing is, I cover a lot of different teams. I cover right. a lot of different teams. My company, we cover, you know, all, every sports team around the country, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I've seen players, you know, new, teams get new quarterbacks and things of that nature. It's different, right? Usually you're excited when the new quarterback comes in and stuff like that. And then after year one, it wears off a little bit. This isn't, this doesn't feel like that in Cincinnati. It really feels like they have a second chance, a, a renewed, um, or a renewed, you know, a, a renewed faith, a, a, new, a newfound faith, a new belief. And that's one of my guys right there, Dash P- Peterson, who works for me here at TWSN. He, he does some, some great work, one of our analysts here. Awesome. Um, but, but, you know, it, it's an exciting time for, for, for Bengals football. It's an, it's an exciting time. And I think it's because they all believe in that guy. They all believe in that guy, Joe Burrow. But I'll tell you something else, Iceman. Think about it. I, I was having this conversation with a buddy in my, in my mind. I said, this is the first time probably since the 2016 season, 2016, 2015 season, where you look at both sides of the football and the Bengals have leaders on it. Yes. AJ Green was a quiet leader, yep. right? He wasn't a rah-rah type of guy. I know that for a fact. Andy Dalton was never a rah-rah-rah type of guy. We right. literally heard Andy Dalton give, you know, speeches before a game. Wasn't the most <laughs> motivational guy. Right, um, right. You look on the defensive side. Well, who was it all those years? Who was it all those years, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we, we lost Pac-Man. We lost Reggie Nelson. We lost all these guys, and we never re- re- yeah. we never we never <laughs> we never replaced <laughs> them with true leaders. Whitworth right. was the leader, the heart, and the, the 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 beating heart of the Bengals organization. And when he left, well, mm-hmm. you could tell that it took a toll. But now oh, you absolutely. look on the side of the ball, right? The last few years. I see, you couldn't tell who the leaders were on this team. No, you said, "Oh, I think it's Andy Dalton. and I think it's AJ Green because they're they're our, our key players. Andy AJ Green's our best player, right? Well, we right. think it's those guys, but who's actually the leader? Who's going to be the guy to get in guys' faces? Like, no, step up. Well, now you look on both sides of the football. On the offensive side, you've got Joe Burrow. On the exactly. offensive side, you've got Joe Mixon. You've got Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. You've got T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. You got this person. The list goes on. The defensive right. side, and this is very, very key here. Yes. And a lot of people wanted to throw sticks and stones at Coach Anarumo. Right. And I'm not one of those people because I saw when it was really, really bad, Terrell Austin. Mm-hmm. Right? right. I saw when we were when we were getting 50 points put on our heads and stuff like that. And people yeah. forget those things, right? Yep. You right. also need the correct players. At some point, players gotta play. At some point, players gotta buy into the system. And no, I'm not here preaching, not trying to say that this guy is a world beater and all that. But I think for the first time in a long time, the Bengals now have their leaders on the defensive side of the ball, guys like Jesse Bates. Uh uh <laughs> Jack Pacha. Uh, <laughs> does does um does uh does you know they got Jesse Bates, they've got right. Von Bell, they've got mm-hmm. you've got guys like Logan Will that are gonna be stepping mm-hmm. up into these roles, these leadership right. roles. Ice, I'm gonna tell you a big part of the the issue with the Bengals defense, right? Since that, mm-hmm. since the Zach Taylor era began, people just pointed at the defensive coordinator, right? Right. Right. But it's hard to implement your system when you have players who are actively fighting against that system. Now those players right. are no yes. longer here. Yes. Those Good players point. are no mm-hmm. longer here. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why the same game plan that Coach Onorumo's trying to be put in against the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Right. Is the same game plan that he's been trying to put in all year. Well, right. why did it take until that point of the season for it to finally turn? Is it because the Bengals hated the the Steelers that much? Maybe, but I think it also has something to do with now. 
you have the right guys at the helm. You have the right guys leading the ship. Right. And if the Bengals defense plays with that same fire, that same tenacity, same ferociousness on a consistent basis, this team is going places. Exactly. And, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, I've been one of the guys that's banged on, on, on Lou. Um, but I've also kind of pulled back a little bit here, you know, this summer, because mm-hmm. you have, like you said, you have to remember he took over a historically, and mm-hmm. I mean, if you look it up, historically bad defense, there was little to no talent on this defense. I mean, you had an aging Geno Atkins, who I love Geno, and I, I, I hope they signed it, but I don't know if that's going to happen. You had nope. an aging Carlos Dunlap, you know, that was pretty much it from, from the playoff. A lazy, a lazy Carlos Dunlap. Yes. But we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But he had so much la- – there's so lack in talent there. He had so much to, to, to add to. I mean, the linebacking core was mm-hmm. just – there was none. That's why they took the whole draft two years ago and, and drafted three linebackers, mm-hmm. who, by the way, are going to be, I think, pretty damn good this year. All three of them, I think, are going to be very good. So this – and I've said this a lot on my show. You know – it's put up or shut up time for for Zach and, and Lou. And I think they're gonna gonna handle it great mm-hmm. because I, I think this defense finally Lou has guys that are bought in, which you said we, we had guys under that, that were not bought into what he was trying to do. We also have guys who are, I think, able to do what he wants to do. Plus, mm-hmm. they actually have depth. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any depth last year. That was apparent, you know, when, when the injuries started happening. So those are all big keys. I really do think. The defense is going to be a lot be- better. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be a top five, top ten defense. It just has to be adequate, kind of like the offense line. It just has to be adequate because this offense, they can score 25, 30 points a game easily. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, 10-win season. That's my, that's my prediction. My ten man. There you go. 10-win season. Wow. Dude, I, I've, I've been putting it out there, and, and I'll, I'll actually get, get the graphic. That Everybody says I'm crazy, but, hey, I you, you I, I love you even more now. I, I always knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but let me find – where is it at? Uh, da, 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 da. I have my – yeah, there it is. This is mine. I got 11-6. and six. Now, I got oh, this. Oh, okay. So yours is interesting. Uh-huh. Yours is interesting. Let me tell you why yours is interesting, sir. Yeah. I have the Bengals sweeping the Pittsburgh Steelers for the first time since 2009. The Pittsburgh dude, Steelers cannot hold the Bengals' jockstrap this season. Dude, I, I I wanted to do that so bad, but I just I'm like I just uh, I, they, I, we've lost to them Wait, so many times. We should have won. Me, tell me where they beat them. That's what I want to know. Where do I the don't Pittsburgh? Think they can. Se- and listen, I understand yeah. there's a lot of hesitancy hesitancy no. there. There's like oh that that Pittsburgh Steelers. But the Bengals, the Bengals, I can confidently say this. The Bengals are a better football team than the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. I, I, I completely agree with you on that. I, I to- totally agree with you on that because I've, ha- I've had conversations with other people, and they're like, yeah, but Mike Tomlinson has never had a losing year. I said, well, there's always a first time for everything. I'm like, it's a first what? time for It is a first time for everything. Yeah, we, mean, never saw, we never saw Conor McGregor break his ankle in the octagon, but he <laughs> right. just broke his ankle in the octagon. Like you know yep. what I'm saying? Like yep. a freak injury. So like it, it, it listen, you can you could be as good as a coach as you want to be, but if you don't have the players, right? Who was the Pittsburgh Steelers number one wide receiver? Deontay <laughs> Johnson <laughs> or Juju, Juju TikTok Schuster? <laughs> like, let's talk about it, right? Right. right. Who was who, who? Let's like these are real things that I want right. to talk about. Who was their offensive line? They, they signed lost two. Tra- they, they signed Trey starters. Turner. Who are yeah. their tackles? Who these are real questions that I have. Mm-hmm. They just had their linebacker who, yes, he was god awful, but he was still 
a big piece in terms of heart and soul of that defense and Vince Williams retire. Yeah. Like let's who do they have? That's what I'm trying to like. Who do the Pittsburgh Steelers have that's going to take them over the top? We used to be able to point to guys like Antonio Brown. We got Devin Bush, their starting first round pick linebacker from two years ago, coming right. off of a torn ACL. He also, before he tore his ACL, was the worst was the worst linebacker in coverage in the NFL. Exactly. I mean, the thing is, and, and what kills me too is, you know, the, the national media ripped the Bengals for taking Jamar Chase instead of Fane Sewell. Of course. They didn't rip the Steelers at all for taking a running back when they don't have a freaking because offensive line. it's the line. Steelers. It's the Steelers. This, right. is what they, this is what they do. This is what they do. I think the Bengals start – you mind pulling that graphic up one more time? I want to see that really quickly. Which one? My, my, uh, your, my your prediction? record. Your prediction record. Yeah. I want to I want to see that one more time. So there I agree. I think the Bengals beat the Vikings. I think the Bengals beat Andy Dalton. Yes, Andy Dalton will be the starting quarterback. Not everyone's beloved Justin Fields just yet. Andy <laughs> Dalton will be the starting quarterback of Chicago. That might be the game he gets pulled. And I have the I have the Bengals beating the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Bengals beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Bengals lose to the Green Bay Packers if Aaron Rodgers plays. They That's beat the, the Lions. They lose to the they lose to the Ravens. They beat the they beat um the Jets. I think Jets. they split with the Browns this year. I think the Bengals beat the Raiders, beat the Steelers, lose to the Chargers, uh-huh. uh lose. Lose to San Fran. I do think uh-huh. they lose to San Fran, even though that is a winnable game. Beat the right. Broncos. Beat the Ravens and lose to KC and lose to the Browns. To, oh, well, went to the Browns because we sweet we uh we split with them. Split That's them my right. prediction. I think the Bengals shock a lot of people. I think the Bengals have the makeup of a of a team to shock a lot of people, and I'm here for it. If the Bengals run the table, I'll be happy with that as well. You know, but uh, but we got to be realistic that there are going to be some growing pains. There are going to be some peaks and valleys. I just think that we have. You could take the thing off if you want, but uh, I think that we have the great equalizer. I think we have a, a we have a, a quarterback in place that to be quite honest, like, like some defensive uh, coordinators were saying last year, they're going to shock a lot of people, right? That the, he, Joe Burrow's going to put a lot of fear in a lot of people this year. He keeps defensive coordinators up wondering all night. You know who else they said that things about, they said those type of things about breeze. They said yep. those things about Brady. They yep. said those things about Peyton Manning. The mm-hmm. fact that Joe Burrow can pre, you know, b- before the, before the play, Make make a make a figure out what, where he's gonna go with the football right. and right. and get you and, and, and get you out of sorts. It's uh, it's crazy for him to be this young and this advanced. But the Bengals are gonna shock a lot of people. I, now I, I want to add on to that point. I, I've said this about jo- mm-hmm. Joe Burrow a lot, and and I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady. I'm comparing the chip that he has on his shoulder to what Tom Brady has, and the chip that Michael Jordan always had on his shoulder. The great ones always find a reason to want to beat you. You know, Joe Burrow you know, didn't work at, out of Ohio State. He had to go to LSU. All right, I'll prove you guys wrong. He did. He won, wins the Heisman. He's like, oh, nobody wants to go to the Bengals. He goes, I'll go there and we'll win. He's going there. I mean, we didn't win, but it's going to happen. Then he injures his knee. Oh, man, I don't know if he's going to come back till November. He, oh, yeah? <laughs> he was there at OTAs doing mm-hmm. everything. If you didn't know he hurt his knee, you wouldn't have known it. it right. He looked fine. The man has winners have a mental capacity of, of finding some way to figure out to get him to the next level to want to beat you no matter what. And the great ones, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, they have that. And I think Joe Burrow has Le- it too. LeBron James. The LeBron James. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Can't forget, can't forget about the king. The yeah. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio man. I got always did. Oh, I got a I got a super chat here. I got a I got to pop this up here from Rowdy, every lap. What's going on? Welcome, welcome to the show, and thank you for the super chat. 
All right, they say uh, double-digit wins should be a realistic expectation because of those close losses from the last two seasons will turn into wins in 2022. Yes, sir. There's yes, a ton of close losses. There's a, unless, since Zach Taylor's been the coach, there's been so many games that we could have won, you know, even, even with Andy Dalton as, as, the, as the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm excited about? What's that? Nobody's talking enough about this guy. Evan McPhillips. Yes. Yes. That's who uh, – McPherson, sorry. McPherson, Evan McPherson. yeah. McPherson. Yes. I'm thinking about Evan McPhillips, our friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. On Twitter. BFF, yeah. <laughs> Evan, if you're listening to this, I'm thinking about you, brother. <laughs> oh, dude, he but, was on yesterday. We, we talked for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> that, that, that is my guy. But I no, love that, uh, dude. Evan, Evan, Evan McPhillips is not our kicker, but Evan McPherson no. is our kicker. He's our yes. new kicker. And I think the Bengals got a hell of a kicker with Evan McPherson. Uh, yes, Kobe as well. Kobe, <laughs> his mental makeup was insane. Yep. But Evan McPherson – is a guy that I'm super excited about because those are the type of game I'm hoping. I don't want to jinx it just yet, but I've been watching right. Evan McPherson for quite some time. Right. And he reminds me a lot of Justin Tucker. Ooh. A lot Ooh. of Justin Tucker. Yes. The guy has ice yes. in his vein. You call yourself the Iceman. You might have to give up that name in Cincinnati. <laughs> hey. That might be his nickname. Hey. If he if he wins us some games, he can have it. I, I I'll just go back to being strawberry ice. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna shock a lot. I'm not shock a lot of people. He's gonna call. He's gonna play spoiler alert on, on, on you know if we're not blowing teams out or beating teams by a healthy margin. I think he'll play spoiler in a lot of those AFC North battles. Well, and, and that's the thing too is is I think the thing this year is we have a chance to in ninety percent of our drives with a kick, mm-hmm. either a field goal or mm-hmm. an extra point because. Mm-hmm. McPherson is going to be a legit weapon, I think, that we haven't had since, I don't know, Jim Breach? I mean, I, he, and his leg might be stronger than Jim Breach's. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if we ever had a field goal kicker who, who can kick, you know, uh, consistently, at, what, 56 yards, I think, is the longest one he, he got in, in college. Right. So, I mean, this could be a legit weapon. And that's why I, people got – some people got upset about them drafting him. I'm like, no, this dude is really good. And – and actually, that, that gets me to uh, one thing I've been dying to ask you because last time you were on my show was the second day of the draft, mm-hmm. and you were all out of sorts because you already knew the Bengals were going to draft Jackson Carmen. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking you, or like, all right, because you wouldn't tell me who, who it was. I, I remember asking, I said, all right, well, what if they draft this person and they but they trade back and get some some picks? So we're, we're a couple months past the draft. How do you feel about the Bengals draft drafting Jackson Carmen, making the trade? How are you feeling about all that and how that went down? I feel much better about it, considering the fact that what the initial talking, you know, uh, talk was was he was going to play tackle, like right. the, the goal was for him to play tackle. I do not see Jax Carmen ever being a Bengals tackle ever, right? Ever being a Bengals tackle ever. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm honestly, I'm fine yeah. with him being guard. I mean, yeah, we can he, find he's, a tackle. He he's one of the. Well, they may have their future tackle already on the roster, and Deontay Smith. Yes, I was good. Um, that. You, dude, we're on the same wavelength. I've yeah. been saying that same thing. I, th- yeah. I think he's going to be legitly good. And there's, you, you, there's, you there's, sorry, I'm sorry. There's, there's also oh. a very, another guy that we drafted that's going under the radar. And I'm telling you guys right now, do not let it go under the radar. Trey Hill. Trey yes. Hill is a mammoth. He's a guy I had my eyes on throughout the entire draft process. And I didn't think Cincinnati would pull the trigger. And when they did, I was, I was very, very happy, very, very excited. But uh, no, Jackson Carmen, it, 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 he, he, in some places they had him ranked as the third best guard in the draft. So right. uh, you know, if he's be, if he's playing guard, I think Jackson Carmen is he fits right into our system. Also, Frank Pollock is gonna is gonna have that guy playing. You know, we had we had other offensive line coaches in here who, uh, let's just say for for lack of a better term, 
um, weren't good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's putting it nicely. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I feel very very strongly that uh, about Jackson Carmen at the guard position and what he's going to bring. And I envision the Bengals starting offensive line to look like this on opening day. I I think Jonah Williams is the starting left tackle. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, uh, Quentin Spain gets moved back to his original position of left guard. Quentin Spain will lock down the left guard position. Um, the center will be on opening day, in my prediction, probably Billy Price. Because mm. uh, I'm not sure if Trey Hopkins will be ready by then. But I also think Billy Price could shock a lot of people because his best year was... Let's, let's put a pen in that because I want to come back to that part. But keep Absolutely. Going. I think Billy Price is going to shock a lot of people. His best year was under Frank Pollock. Mm-hmm. And uh, if he winds up getting the job, he may not give it up. Um, right. The right guard will be Jackson Carmen, and I think the right tackle will be Riley Reef, um, with with Deontay Smith and Fred Johnson being the backup tackles. Exactly. Now I got to get this super chat here real quick. Uh, okay. Carmen uh, Rowdy every day. Thanks for the five dollars super chat. Appreciate you. Jackson Carmen will be a top twelve guard in the NFL. Uh, I think that's a that's a big get for um, a rookie. But what do you, what do you think about that? Uh, Jackson Carmen could absolutely be that. I mean, there aren't too many great guards in the NFL, so that's really not like a, a, a un a, un uh, achievable, uh, unachievable uh, or unattainable goal. Right. I think right. that's something that could definitely happen. But certainly, you're hoping that he 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 reach his ceiling is much higher than that, especially if you pick him in the second round because that's still a premium pick, right? That's still a, a huge premium pick for a guy in Jackson Carmen. My biggest thing that I love about Jackson Carmen is he wants to be in Cincinnati. Yes. He's a Cincinnati yes. kid, you, mm-hmm. so you could really see him being here for the. For his entire career, you could see him being the guy that take those hometown discounts to establish, keep that winning culture up. And these guys believe in Zach Taylor. These guys believe in Zach Taylor. Right. People want to, we want to goat him out and say that hey, he should be gone and all this kind of stuff. It's kind of died down now. Yeah, but like you know, because I think this the season's on the horizon. But yeah, I, I think that the Bengals are going to shock a lot of people, and they're on the brink of something special. I'll keep saying it. I I couldn't agree with you more. Now I'll get back to the the, the center position now since. This just came out before uh, I went on the air here. The Reds acquired mm-hmm. Lamont Gilliard on waivers. Now, he's a center, 6'3", uh, 305, third-year player out of the University of Georgia. Originally drafted sixth round uh, by the Arizona Cardinals in 2019. Now, my question is, Akeem Davis-Gaither is the one that, that got hurt, and he was a backup tackle slash guard. Gilliard's a center. What does that say about Trey Hopkins' rehab or Billy Price, or, or am I looking into this too much? Cause, cause no, we, don't, we didn't really every- need a center. I mean, we do, but we really need a, a guard tackle guy to back up. Good. From, from everything that I heard, you know, it's still on the, like, you know, it's still on the fence about Trey Hopkins being ready for week one, you know, but they also don't want to be positioned where they rush him. Right. Right. I don't, I wouldn't read too much into the Lamont, you know, uh, pickup. I would just say that this is just a precautionary reason. He's a guy with NFL experience in the, you know, he's young still, was drafted right. in 2019, right? So, like, he's still a guy that could you you still hope for have you know some upside. You, can, you could probably even stash on your practice squad if they don't make the roster. But you got to be prepared for for all outcomes. Like, even as a exactly. camp body, you got to be prepared for all outcomes. And if players go down with injuries and so on and so forth, so I wouldn't. I don't think that this Lamont signing uh, is is as significant as some may think. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I will never be against stacking talent or depth. I mean, because if if you've watched it, the Bengals for the last couple of years, you can never have enough depth. You just can't. It's it's NFL football. So that, that kind of brings you to the free agent, like linemen that are out there. Is there any possibility of of signing these guys? Like you got Ricky Wagner out there, Nick Easton, Austin Ryder, just, just to name a couple guys. Do you you think, do you see any guys out there or 
are they going to wait till camp starts, you think, and guys start getting cut and see who they can pick up to, to add there? Right there. I agree with you. I think the Bengals are quite content with things. I mean, obviously injuries happen in the National Football League, so you always want to be prepared. But I would envision this exact team that we're uh, that that we're starting out with, I would envision this being the team that um, that the Bengals roll with unless there's an injury. Right, right. So the only thing, like I said, the only thing that does uh, – the only two parts that's that I'm worried about is – and it's not the position. It's the depth. And I, I, was, I would say it's the offensive line, which – I don't think Larry Johnson should – or did I say his name right, Larry Johnson? Yeah. Did I say his name right? <laughs> Larry, Larry Johnson? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I, also, I think of Grandmama. I'm like, that. that is his name, right? <laughs> but I don't think he should ever play guard again. I mean, that, unless – Oh, Fred Johnson? Fred Johnson. Thank you. Jeez, okay. I knew I wasn't saying it right. <laughs> I, was say, who's, I was thinking, I was like, who's Larry Johnson? <laughs> Uh, he's from the UNLV, you know, the, 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 the runner rebels, you know, back in the, back in the nineties. I'm, I'm, I'm a young buck. I'm a young buck. <laughs> See, I'm, always, <laughs> I'm always showing my age on here. All right. Do you, I don't think he, he should uh, actually ever play guardian because I think he's a lot, yeah, he's a lot better tackle. So that's what kind of scares me with our backup guard situation since Adenogy, Adenogy uh, got injured. I would I would like that in our linebacking core. I love the three we have. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Pratt, and you know, we'll see what he can do, but it's beyond uh, that. James Jermaine Pratt is good, man. He's good. Him and him, him and he needs him to be and, more consistent, though, you know? Yeah, it's just tough, right? When you come in, in and off the on and off the field and stuff like that. And now this is like the set defense, right? Don't mm-hmm. sleep on Mark Marcus Bailey either, man. I'm yes, telling you. Yes. Oh, Marcus he, he, Bailey is yes. a problem. Marquise Davis Gate is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Logan Wilson is good. Uh Jermaine Pratt is good, but do not sleep on him. You know, I, I, like, I really like Bailey because I think this is the year for him to really step up because because people forget the reason he dropped, and I, I said this on yesterday's show with, with Evan, but the reason he dropped was because of injuries. Mm-hmm. He's healthy. You he know, would've, he's, he would have been a second, third round pick if he didn't get if he didn't tear his ACL. Right. And we got him what in the fifth, I think it was. If I'm going nope, top my seventh, head. seventh. Yeah, oh, seventh, even lower, seventh round pick. So I mean, that that he could be a huge huge contributor and you're always looking for you know diamond in the roughs or 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 guys to perform higher than than you didn't expect them to and i i think marcus bailey is one of those guys that we I can got, really expect I, something yeah. i got another guy for you what's up that nobody's talking about right now thad moss yes dude i'm with you I'm, i've been saying it i i think thad is is gonna have a good year this year yeah I, Good. You finish first. You, you brought it up. You talk. <laughs> no, I agree. I think that Moss is going to shock a lot of people. I think that Moss is going to be a pleasant surprise for Cincinnati. Well, and I, I'll put him in the same situation as, as Bailey. He's healthy. Yep. I think he, he, he says the first time he's been healthy since, I think he's at high school. You know, he, he, he's had foot problems and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And if he can come anywhere close to what him and Joe Burrow did at LSU, <laughs> dude, we're going to be. We're gonna be good. That that's just a, a diamond in the rough that that people are sleeping on. I, I just people think ah, Thad Moss is not the big deal because I mean when he came out, there were more than more than just me that wanted to, to draft him, yeah. you know. And now it's kind of like well, he went to Washington and didn't do anything. Well, he was hurt, you know. People forget this, you know. They forget how good he was, and they're like, oh, he's undersized. He's this. He's that. It's the NFL, man. They they can move him around and put him in in situ- situations where he he can he can. Uh, succeed in so I, I'm with you on, on that. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be good. Now let's Stock get to some a lot of the, people. Yep. Yeah, let's get some comments here. I, I I don't want to ignore them. There they're blowing up, and I appreciate 
guys taking time to watch the show and make comments. Uh, Royal F- Flush Terry says, and I always mess his name up, Khalid Kareem is a diamond in the rough. What's your thoughts on him? Eh. Eh? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think I think he I think he'd be a solid player. I'm, but I'm not. I wasn't over when I scouted him. I wasn't too impressed when he when, he, when we uh, drafted him. Yeah, but that's not to say he can't turn into something special, right? But yeah, I just think you, for you never I, think, know. I just think for right now he's. I think he'll be a good role player. Be a good. I think he can you know start off by being a very good backup, a good rotational player on that defensive line, and that that's fine. Like not every player you draft, you do you want to be the next, you know, you know Reggie White essentially, right. but. You ideally want him to come in, you know, get some solid reps and and, and produce when he is in there. So I, I think I think Khalid Kareem could definitely be that. I just want to see it first. Yeah, well, and the thing is, our, our depth again. I keep going with depth. But our depth on our defensive line is is ridiculous right now. I mean, it's you know from from uh, Tyler Shelvin, who I call uh, Bayou Big Daddy, to Mike Daniels. <laughs> you know, th- those your you know, those your backups. You got, you got Open Joby, you got DJ Reader. I, mean, I love Okanjobi signing. Love the Okanjobi signing. I, yeah, I, I think it's it's awesome. I mean, now I, I say I keep saying this. I would love them to sign uh, Gino back, but I, I heard you say in the background, probably not going to happen. Is that, that is that what you're? I've been screaming to the, from the mountaintop. I know that for a fact. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Gino Atkins is no longer will no longer be a Bengal. Um, oh, but uh, but I will say this: like Okanjobi, he you know a lot of people are uh, kind of forget how good he is. Uh-huh. Um, he was played out of position in Cleveland. He's a three tech. He's not yes. a nose tackle. He was played yes. as a nose tackle in Cleveland. So he's going to produce a lot of sacks playing alongside Tyler Shelvin, playing alongside DJ reader and do not sleep on Mike Daniels. Still Mike Daniels yeah. played hard when he's in there. He mm-hmm. plays some good mm-hmm. minutes for Cincinnati. They have a, just like a healthy, a healthy uh, combination of veteran leadership. I think on this whole football team, man, I just think it's going to, it's going to be dividends this year. That That's the cool thing too. That's a good point there. You just brought it, is they do have a lot of, of mix a good mix, I think, of young guys and veterans mm-hmm. on this team. And that's what you need, especially when you have key – two of your key spots are a second-year quarterback and, you know, yep. a first-year wide receiver. Yep. You know, so you need the, the veteran leadership of, you know, Tyler Boyd, I'm repping this jersey right now. He – people don't – another one you don't want to sleep on, Tyler Boyd is going to be good too. He's already good. So yeah. you can't forget about him. So I, I really like the makeup that we have of this team. I want to bring on uh, another question from uh, Terry here. He said, uh, are they interested in Jordan Matthews? I wouldn't read too much into that. I think the Bengals are becoming a smarter football team, which is why, you know, you see them, you know, going out to people's uh, workouts and things of that nature. They're not pigeonholing themselves because you never know where you're going to be in a few weeks. You never know if you're one injury away. What happens if Auden Tate goes down, right? Right. Then who's our – we're looking at Stanley Morgan. Not saying Stanley Morgan's bad. I like Stanley Morgan. but Right why pigeonhole yourself? If you see a guy that can still produce at a high level is worth the, worth the shot to see what he's, what he, what he can do. And, and Jared and Matthews wouldn't be significant. Even if the Bengals were to even be interested in him at this point in time, they're not interested in signing him today. But, um, and I, yes, I'm reporting that, but you know, if, if, if this is, if he is somebody that they decide to go to down the road, for instance, at least, at least they know what he can do. And then it's not a shot in the dark of a guy that we haven't seen play in the league in a few years. Right, right. Now, actually, I, I think I kind of, kind of took your thunder, but I would, I would really like you to talk about more about Thad and why, why do you feel that he is a possible breakout diamond in the rough guy? Because I know I talked about it, and you disagreed with me. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's your, what's your thoughts on it? I just think that I just think that his ability to high point the ball and find the ball is just amazing. It's, it's uh, Zali like his father in, in some mm-hmm. ways. 
Um, I think that from a talent perspective, he's the most, he would be the most talented tight end on the Bengals roster if he decided to be that. No offense to CJ Uzama, no offense to Drew Sample. CJ Uzama's an athlete, right? He's a guy, he's good, he's a good tight end. Yeah. Um, but in terms of guys who are just special players or can potentially be special players at the tight end position, I definitely see that with uh that Moss, if he could put it all together. I don't like his size, I don't like how he's kind of short, but Right. Um, it, you know, we've seen shorter tight ends in the league still make an impact. I think Drew Sample is just a workhorse. He works. The guy worked extremely hard. Um, so he's going to make his way that way. But I, I think that if that Moss can stay healthy, I think he has the opportunity to shock a lot of people um, and, and, you know, and actually make an impact on this football team. I, I love I finally have somebody on the show here that agrees with me. <laughs> that's kind of what I've been saying. I said. I, I really like what I've seen from that. Th- <laughs> I saw it in college. But just like you said, his athletic his athleticism, the way he can high point the ball, and just I keep going back to the thing that the chemistry that him and Joe Burrow had, that is hard to to build. And once you have that, you don't forget it. So mm-hmm. I, I really are you saying you think he could be the potentially the the by the end of the season the number one tight end, or or are we still talking about? I don't like, I don't, don't want to get in trouble, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but I'll I'll say this: if Thad Moss could put it all together, it would not shock me if Thad Moss. Um, I thought Moss was the Bengals starting tight end by the end of the year. Awesome. 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 I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Rowdy every lap. You got money to burn, man. I love it. Keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got another super chat here. Uh, the Bengals need to better in the red zone in a few, in the few opportunities that T Higgins got, he came through. Zach needs to utilize his six, four 81 inch wingspan. The average cornerback is only five ten. I, I mean, I, I agree. I think they they did do that, and I think they are going to capitalize on that more. And also, I mean, with Jamar Chase, I think that's going to open up more stuff for T. Higgins as well. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I think the Bengals are going to are going to be fine in the red zone this year. Um, I'm really excited about Joe Mixon. You know, you know, getting the ball Absolutely. out of the backfield and things of that nature. I think. Uh, listen, so I'm gonna tell you a story, Iceman, and I, I got a few more minutes, but. Yeah, don't you know, keep the, me past. If you got to go, go. <laughs> but, but I will tell you this: when Joe Mixon came out of OU, he uh, way like way before people knew about him and all that kind of. Mm-hmm. I was watching him for a little, for right. a while, and I always wanted the guy. I always right. wanted the guy in the, in the Cincinnati Bengals uniform. And for the life of me, when we when he when we got him, I, I the same problem that I had with the Bengals when it came to when it came to. Uh, you know, using utilizing Giovanni Bernard. Like, I don't think we utilize Giovanni Bernard no. to the best of his abilities. I think no, we never we, did. I think no. Gio has a lot of tread on the tires still. I yes. think that's why we, Joe, Gio Bernard, he has those games where it's like, oh my God, Gio went for, you know, a hundred something yards or whatever. Right. Like, like, like G, Gio reminds me a lot of a guy like CJ Spiller or, you know, and those type of guy. What's the, what's the old, uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, running back's name. Um, uh, Sproles. Sproles, Darren Sproles, right? Yeah, Darren Sproles. You always felt like he wasn't being utilized to the best of his ability. Right. And I, I, I have I have that same feeling about Joe Mixon. I think that Joe Mixon has not. Joe Mixon is a dynamic threat. Hear me mm-hmm. out. Joe Mixon has the ability, guys. He has the ability to be a top three, top two rusher in this league. He has the ability to really do something special and put up those daunting numbers that we saw Le'Veon Bell put up in. Pittsburgh because he's more talented than Le'Veon Bell. He has the ability to receive the ball out of the backfield and run the ball down your throat. The guy is, he's a problem. And I think that I'd like to think that the money that they paid him, that extension that they gave him last year, I'd like to see that 
it show forth this season, and I think it will. I think Joe Mixon is going to shock a lot of people, um, and I hope hopefully the Bengals utilize him more because the guy is certainly capable of it, and we saw it in his limited snaps this year, whether it be the Jacksonville Jaguars game or so on and so forth. The guy he can get the you know get the catch the ball out of the backfield and make you pay if you're mm-hmm. in his way. So and, and a lot of people are concerned about his run block, but I was like show, showing this video. He can or not run block pass block. He, I like showing this video. Check this one out. Yeah, he absolutely decapitated that guy there. And yeah. you, those are the things that you want to continue to see Joe Mixon round out his game and do. But I, I you know, I'm excited for the guy. He's gonna, he should be a workhorse this year. He's young enough. He doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires. I know he was quote unquote injured last year, but part of that also was when they just held him out because the year was kind of a wash. Right. Yeah. But you know, it's it's it, you know, it's so it's exciting to see what he, somebody said. I think we have the chance at what what they say. I think we have a chance at three one thousand yard wide receivers. Hey, I, I, I think I definitely think Tyler Boyd will get it. I and I, I definitely think Jamar Chase is going to shock a lot of people as well. Jamar, uh, Jamar Chase is, he's a guy. My, my buddy Grant Dickman, he's, he's an awesome guy. He, uh, he said to me a year ago after we drafted Joe Burrow, he's like Malik. I know you have your sources inside the organization and all this kind of stuff, but I'm telling you right now, uh, Joe, the, I've, somehow the Bengals are going to draft Jamar Chase. I looked at him and I called him crazy. I said, there's absolutely no way in hell the Bengals are going to be in a position to draft Jamar Chase. So lo and behold, the Bengals were in a position <laughs> to draft Jamar Chase. Yeah. Talk with my contacts. I was like, yeah, Grant, you're right. I told him that months <laughs> in advance. I said, hey, the Bengals are going to draft Jamar Chase. You're right, but I don't know how you predicted it. I don't know how you saw it a year in advance, but uh, the Bengals got Jamar Chase and it's a perfect scenario. The guy, the guy is a special player. He yeah. is a special player, special, absolutely. special player. All right, John Wood got me a uh, five dollar super chat here. Says I believe Joseph Osai will have eight sacks. In my opinion, I like that. What, I, I think Osai is going to going to he has has a very good chance to have a a, a very good rookie season. I, I think him and I, I like uh, Drew Sample too out, out of uh, Tulsa. I think both those guys can be uh, big contributors for the Bengals on, on defense this year. Do not sleep on Trey Hendrickson. Yes, Trey Hendrickson is that guy. I'm excited for him. I, I like guys that. I know people are like, oh, Carl Lawson, but at some, at some point you've got to be able to finish. Yes. At some point you've got to be able to produce. No sacks aren't everything. Pressure is cool. But they help. <laughs> but, but, but they help, yeah, for sure. And I, I think that Joseph Asai, I think we kind of – we gained – like when we lost Carlos Dunlap, we also replaced him with Joseph Asai, and then we got a guy in Joseph Asai who's going to create a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And then we have a guy in Trey Hendrickson who's going to get a lot of sacks because he's going to clean up a lot of a, a lot of that, that – uh, the slop, the sloppy jobs essentially. And don't don't discount DJ Reader being back. Don't discount nope. all uh, you know Larry Okunjobi. Don't di- that's mm-hmm. who I'm excited about. Don't discount Mike Daniels. Yep. This is this is a beautiful time to be a Bengals fan. It's a beautiful time. I, and one thing about me, I smell a lot of people. I love defense. I love defense. I love defensive football. I love the defensive line play. I love. I think the best thing in the in 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 the game of football is stacking a quarterback. Absolutely, just stopping stalwart. You know, stalling an offense. I think there's nothing better than that. And I I look forward to seeing what. The Bengals are able to do this year with Sam Hubbard and all these guys up front. Exactly, man. It, it's gonna be a lot of fun this year. I, I like I've said this. I, I wish it was football season already. It's, we're getting really, really close. We're close. We got yeah. We, next Saturday, we could all show up at the uh, training camp and uh, and at least we get to watch the Bengals do something in person. That that to me that's exciting right now. I can't wait for that. But Malik, it's almost six thirty. You give me almost an hour, dude. I appreciate you coming on the show sure. and just tell everybody where they can find you. Twitter handle, all that stuff. What you got going on with the right? Uh, 
right side sports network? Yes, yes, sir. So, so basically, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, just like my name says down below at Right Report. If you guys aren't following me, you should definitely follow me. If you like definitely. gifs, yes. and if you don't mind me talking about UFC every now and again, <laughs> definitely shoot me a follow, guys. I am not to toot my own horn. I'm one of the most in the know people when it comes to Bengals news and absolutely. You know, I, I let the people speak for for me, but I, uh, you know, if you want reliable information, I'm not going to just say things just to say it. Give you guys clickbait and headlines. If there's something to be said. And something that I that's going on that you guys want information on, I will tell you in the form of gifs. <laughs> exactly. But uh, you could follow my company, The Right Way Sports Network. We are The Right Way Sports Network. Follow us on Twitter at TWSN. Uh, guys do some great work, some awesome work. One of my guys just wrote an awesome article talking about mental health of athletes. Um, and, you know, like I said, we're just doing some, some amazing stuff where – credential with the NFL, the NBA, MLB, the UFC. We attend all these different events and we're having a blast. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to do what we do and do what I love. So dude, absolutely. And, and I, I just want to, I'm going to teach your horn for you. Every, everything you come out and say about the Bengals is right. I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen you being wrong about anything yet. So, so if you guys follow me, I would definitely recommend you follow Malik because he, he knows his stuff and he is definitely in the know. Malik, we we'll have to do this again sometime. It's been a blast. Yes, sir, I can't wait for football. You have a Absolutely, wonderful man. day, brother. You as well, my man. See you. All right, dude. Take it easy. You too. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. I appreciate all the super chats and all the comments. Uh, I Sorry, I couldn't bring up as many comments as I normally do, but you guys are blowing it up, and I, I love it. I love when you guys are doing that. That is awesome. So let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, and as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Cincinnati, or excuse me, Hootay Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Hootay Nation, Cincinnati Bengals, the jungle, Bearcat Country, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, which is a, a uh, my show page, where you come up there, you belly up to the bar, we're going to have some fun conversation, fun gifs, silly tech talks. All that stuff. And then you can follow me all on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and like I said, TikTok. Uh, Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trunapol. TikTok, you can follow me at Iceman90. And if you missed any of the show, you can uh, rewind it and watch it on YouTube. I would greatly appreciate it. Or if you just want to listen to it, I'll be pulling the sound off and putting it on the podcast later on tonight. Um. Spotify, I don't know what happened. It never posted to Spotify that I know of as far as yesterday's show, but it posted everywhere else. Um, So if you wanted to catch anything from yesterday's show, like I said, Spotify, it might be up at Spotify right now. I haven't checked, but I know earlier today it wasn't, but it's on uh, BeanPod, Apple Pod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, pretty much wherever you guys get your podcasts, it's on there. Hopefully it'll be on Spotify today if you want to listen to, to Malik or you want to listen to anything with Evan yesterday. Two great guests, two great guys to follow uh, on Twitter and check out what they are doing. And I, I, I do, those are two of my favorite guys to have on the show. I, I love talking Bengals with both those guys. They know what they're talking about. They're full of good insight, good information. And we're not just blowing smoke. There's a legit chance the Bengals could be good. And I, I, <laughs> I, I get so many people come at me going, oh, Bengals Twitter. So you guys haven't won anything in so long. Yeah, like. Dude, just wait. <laughs> like, just just wait. Because <laughs> I'm going to be right here laughing at you guys because I'm going to be right. We're going to be good this year. Anyway, 
YouTube, we're at 1,236 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Let's try to get to 10,000 as fast as we can. When we do, I will probably raffle off, give away, do something with a Bengals jersey. So please, tell your friends, tell your neighbors about sports with strawberry ice. Like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notification. And as always, as my friend Jeremy these nuts, Dimebag Dean, always says, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland. Thank God. You live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? This is going to be a fun, fun season. We got a ring of honor. Ken Riley, Ken Anderson, one of them, I'm calling it now, one of them's getting in the Hall of Fame this year. One of them. Mark my words. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya! You're about to enter the world of Strawberry Ice and the Ice Cave. Let's go! Yeah.